You're listening to the Uncalled Impact Show. Hey, hey, this is Raj Mantaj coming at you from the Uncalled Empath. And uh, I wanted to do a quick episode on the difference between a physical and emotional empaths. You know, this podcast, I mean, just recently I've been getting a lot of feedback from a lot of you guys. Thank you for sending in your questions. And um, I know that I've had a lot of great guests uh, recently. And um, I'm very proud to say that I have booked some great new guests that are, you could say that they're somewhat celebrities on YouTube. Um, so we're we're getting up there. We are getting the big names if you want to call it that, um, you'll have to wait and see who's coming in the future, but stay tuned. We, I've got a bunch of new guests that, uh, are very well known. They have much big followings on Instagram and YouTube, and, um, you probably know their names if you're in the empath realm, codependency, uh, coaching arena. So these are coaches, these are pretty well-known coaches that I'll be uh, bringing on, so definitely stick around for that in the next couple weeks. Um, I can't believe where this podcast is heading. I'm getting so many requests from people that want to come on the show. I mean, I highly uh, respect them. I do my research, and I particularly choose you know, certain people to come on the show because I know a lot of you guys that I do coach and um, a lot of you guys that write in um, that you guys could resonate with that. So if you have uh, a request of a person that you want to see or talk on this podcast, shoot me a message in this uh, in the my bio below and I'll try to get my team to reach out to their team and make it happen because this there's no limit on this podcast. We're gonna we're gonna reach for the stars and have the biggest celebrities we can, right? So, um, or the biggest influencers we can, right? So, if you have some suggestions, let me know. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. So, let's talk about empaths um, or highly sensitive people. I mean, whether you identify with one or the other you have a sensitive nervous system and what happens, you know, growing up, you know, like think about way back when you're in, you know, in a field, uh, in recess or going on a bus, you know, you're just kind of looking around your environment and all of a sudden you get sick, you get nervous, you've, you manifest like you're getting you're going to get ill and all this fear comes around you and you start to have this negative self-talk. And I feel like a lot of empaths that I've talked to, they have experienced them, experienced this themselves. Um, a lot of Western medicine will label us as flawed. Um, we'll get misdiagnosed, you know, for being, you know, hypochondriac, neurotic, uh, we'll be put on antidepressants, you know, um, high anxiety that he's just got high anxiety or, you know, he's, uh, or she's, she's just really like a high strung person. When these people don't understand that it is our environment that's causing this, not, not, not for everyone, but for the most part. And a lot of people will say, oh, he'll just grow out of it as he grows older. Uh, he just needs to be around the right crowd or she needs to just, uh, be on this medication 
But how many times, how many doctors have uh, have you gone to and you just keep getting the runaround? I mean, especially today. I mean, I know I have, but I can't speak for all of you. But I can say is when you do go to someone for help, uh, most people don't know exactly what an empath is. And when if they do and you try to bring this up, they will probably blow it off. And so this is something that I wanted to bring up because I hear this so much with my clients that, you know, they went somewhere and they just couldn't figure out what was going on until they came across, you know, somebody that listened to them or a coach or a mentor. All they needed was somebody to hear them out, someone to listen to them because a lot of these empaths that have been through trauma have been absorbing this energy. They've been unstuck on fight or flight. They've been in environments where they're walking on eggshells. They're around toxic people, uh, toxic family members, um, or, you know, they, they just, they had a great family life. They, you know, they are married and happy, but all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, you know, they, they can't figure out why they, they get sick you know, what's going on. And so you'll see like a lot of these guests that I brought on just a couple of weeks ago, I brought, you know, a pain specialist here. And um, a, a week before that, I brought somebody who explained the mind body, you know, how powerful the mind is. So, you know, you have to kind of step back and ask, like, be careful who you go to, because let's face it, the traditional stuff that we have is not working. Um, and when somebody speaks against that, you know, they, they, you can't ask questions, you know, you, my, my biggest issue issue is, and this is one of the reasons I created this podcast is to ask those hard questions. You know, why is it that depression, anxiety, and everything else is in the all time high in, in 2022, um, yes, you can say COVID and, you know, jobs and, you know, things on the news and um, just internet and people and social media. I get all that, but most people are, are just not meant to go through what we're going through right now. Um, and that's why I'm very a big advocate on being alone rather than being around people that might not be the best for you. In fact, a lot of you guys know I... Um, I do work from home, so I, I try to distance myself from actually being physically around people for a reason. I do that for my mental health, uh, just like I brush my teeth uh, and go to the gym and you know have my rituals that I do every day. I make sure that there is a certain limit of exposure to people, uh, the news and internet that I can take because I know that um being an empath that it is going to catch up to me and even a loved one if you live with a loved one and there's just so much we can take we do need our time to uh just be about ourselves and and recharge and sometimes we don't get that sometimes we're you know busy with the kids and dropping them off places and uh trying to people please with your boss and and your husband and your wife and trying to make sure everybody else is happy except one person and that is us the empaths right the people pleasers the boundary people that have problems with boundary settings i mean think about the last time you wanted to say no 
just, I want you to think about that. You wanted to say no, but you knew that it is inappropriate or there's going to be some backlash or it's going to be uncomfortable. What do you think, where do you think that is coming from? And so when I ask you to think about that, just like I asked my clients, you know, that is coming from somewhere far, far before, uh, and it's not recent, you know, it, it may have come from childhood, it may have come from a bad experience from, you know, a toxic relationship or narcissist or whatever. So you have to be careful who you let into your life. And that's why I wanted to do this little quick comparison between a physical and emotional empath. So what is a physical empath? A physical empath is is uh, somebody, let's say that you're sitting next to, and I'm going to give you an example. Let's say that you sat next to somebody and all of a sudden you started getting pain and you wonder where is this pain coming from in my side? You have no idea. It just came out of nowhere. Or you, you talk to somebody and you physically get sick. Maybe you go into a crowd and you start to feel a little bit uh, anxious. And here's a, here's a big one. You react to other people's stress uh, by developing similar symptoms uh, that the other person is, is, is having. Uh, so the symptoms are in your body. Um, you get energized by other people and then depleted by others. Um, frequently, you go to the doctors without getting treatment that help. You know, these are all examples of a physical empath. They often get exhausted uh, by crowds and, you know, they prefer to stay home. Not that there's so much uh, introverts, but they just prefer to stay home and they're perfectly fine like that, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, The body is sensitive to foods and sugars and certain things. So these are all examples of a physical empath. So in comparison to the other uh, factor, which is the emotional empath, um, and this is somebody that picks up on other people's emotions, anxiety, frustration. Maybe you live with somebody and you know what, uh, you get that feeling like when that person starts to get a little bit irritated, what do you do? You start to back off, right? Because you know where that's heading. You have to watch what you say. And what do you think happens to your body when you're constantly vigilant like that? Exactly. It starts to build up and then later on, you know, it starts to come out in, in other ways. And so as a as an emotional empath, you know, we we get like I wanna say like something called emotional hangover from an argument or conflict. That's why we a lot of empaths avoid conflict. Um a lot of them feel depressed or anxious, you know, a lot because they'll have high high, they'll have highs. And then after they speak to somebody, they'll get really, really down and start having black and white thinking. Um, it's hard to distinguish other people's emotions from your, from your own sometimes. Um, and you're really focused on other people's facial features, how their arms are crossed, like really hyper-focused, right? But discovering that you are either a physical or, um, emotional empath, or both, uh, is very important for yourself, especially if you're just getting into this whole empath thing, you know, like maybe you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I don't know, and you're like curious what an empath is, or a highly sensitive person, you know, you'll have these aha moments, but I want you, I want to leave you guys with this, you know, 
Imagine you being in an environment where you're heard and people are supporting you. You have a say in what you know what you want to do and what you don't. So there's no nobody's going to twist your arm, no one's going to guilt trip you or make you feel feel fearful for saying no or feeling out of place um for having an opinion. What do you think will happen to your overall life? What do you think will happen to your overall well-being? Let's say we add, you know, uh, some journaling, good sleep, good eating habits, and exercise to that mix. What do you think is going to happen to somebody who's, you know, been through trauma and considers themselves highly sensitive and they've tried everything and nothing's working and they're living in a very dark place and they've tried everything, medication, coaches, uh, therapists, and nothing's worked? Well, first, I would ask, are you a physical or emotional empath? And depending on what you resonate with, if let's say you're an emotional empath, I want you to start looking at the people that you hang around with and limiting your exposure to those people. Um, Some people may, you know, there might be some people you want to help and get go out of your way to help them. But I'm going to ask you to refrain from helping anyone. I'm going to ask you to try to get people to disagree with you more. I want you to be more disagreeable. I want you to put boundaries on certain things that are important to you. I want you to feel uncomfortable. I want you to sit in that uncomfortable space. Now, you're not going to do this overnight. You're not going to go up uh, to somebody and tell them to go screw off. You're not going to do that. But what you are going to do is going to do it slowly, very tiny little micro uh, tasks every day where maybe somebody at the grocery store you or at, or like a restaurant, you, you say that this is not my order and you send it back. You start very small and then you get to a place where you start voicing your opinion because let's face it. As an empath or highly sensitive people, a lot of these uh, elements comes from repression, uh, comes from years and years of not being able to speak our, our truth and being repressed over and over and over. And guess what? The body revolts. We we start having these mysterious pain. We'll have depression. We'll have anxiety. We'll start go, go having these addictions. And look at the environment that we're in like it's a mess you know like you turn on the tv there's all this all this uh scaring tactics uh with covid and wars and 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 social media and who did this and it's it's just overwhelming guys for our nervous system now i'm not asking you to to be a monk and start living in your room and not coming out and just meditating all day what i am saying is taking baby steps by taking care of yourself, self-love. Go back to a couple of these episodes and look up self-love. Go for, you know, look into what you do, what you can do to get your body moving cuz movement is a huge part of it. A lot of us sit in a chair all of our lives looking at a screen that is not conducive. We're not made to sit in a cubicle or a chair all day and look at a screen uh, or be in traffic all day or work in a highly stressful environment. Even if you're running around as empaths, we need to shut that off 
And if you have a, a very demanding job, demanding uh, family life where you have kids and, you know, you have to provide for them and you have stress of bills and, and, and then you have health issues, what do you think is going to happen when that keeps building and building? You'll get to a point where you're just going to be, you're going to actually have a breakdown. And then that's what happened to me. And I'm, and I'm uh, here to tell you guys that it is very real. This, this stuff of repression and not being able to say what's on your mind. And I want to end this with this. The most powerful thing an empath can do is be alone. Because when you don't need anyone, and I'm not saying be secluded all the time. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is when you can be alone away from people and learn to give that energy that you give to people, like people that you love or just people at work or people you care about, and you are able to direct that to yourself, that is going to be huge because a lot of times we are always the giver. And being a receiver really doesn't do anything for us, especially for empaths. So that's why we have to continue to give us self-love, whether it's something small as like, you know, a favorite meal, getting a massage, uh, meditating, exercising, you know, treating yourself to nutritious, nutrient foods. But movement is huge. Food is huge. Sleep is huge. And I used to blow all of this out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I get enough sleep. All I need is five hours. I'm good. The bottom line, guys, is no no one's going to come and save us. No one's going to do the work for us. We can keep going to these Western doctors and asking them for help. And all they're going to give us is medication and that's it. Give me one person that can give you like an hour of your time that actually listens to you from start to finish without interrupting. And just listen. You know, you're not going to find anyone that does that these days because, the, you know, the, the whole thing is revolved around, you know, how can, how can we get as many people as possible in and out? Um, this is what they have going on with them. Let's put them on this and come back in a couple of weeks so we can bill your insurance again. This is This is what's going on. And a lot of you empaths out there might be thinking, Maybe there isn't, you know, there is hope out there, you know, maybe there's nothing wrong with me. It's just, I'm not supposed to be around these, this environment, these people. So in closing, if you're listening to this and you are at a point where you want answers and you want to see some change and you're open to it. Start looking at the people that you are surrounded by every day and start taking in an audit because if these people are not helping your energy and they're taking it away and decreasing it and you're wondering why you're having all these issues in your life, maybe, maybe it's really not you. Maybe you really need to get these people out of your life. As hard as it could be, like, I mean, that might be like taking some time off 
and seeing if anything changes by just removing yourself. Maybe it's time for a new job. Maybe it's time for a new, you know, new relationship. Maybe it's, it's time to do something drastic because here's the bottom line. Unless you are uncomfortable, things are not going to change. You're going to have to do stuff that you don't want to in order to get results. And there is something to that. The more uncomfortable, I mean, we all want to be comfortable. We all all want to like just avoid the pain and the fear and let, and try to try not to deal with this. But unfortunately, unless you hit it right head on, and let's say somebody's like in your life giving you a lot of trouble or, you know, you're you're just not getting the answers you need. What do you have to lose? And I'm not I'm not saying like you have to start demanding things and setting boundaries like right after this podcast. But what I am saying is take out a sheet of paper, identify if you're a physical or emotional empath. After that, see exactly what you need to do, what steps, one by one, you need to do to get to where you want to be. And they have to be somewhat challenging. You have to go through um, um, some sort of, you have to feel some sort of uncomfort to to move forward. And, and I hate to say that there's no other way around it, but um, nothing comes with comfort. and. Um, if you get too comfortable, uh, that's when the problems come around because we get we get more complacent and we don't want to change because everything is good dandy the way it is. Um, you always have to keep evolving, guys, uh, and whether that's making tweaks here and there. But I hope you are enjoying this podcast. Uh, we're heading towards 200. If you guys need a coach, you know where to reach me. We are growing like crazy. I got some great celebrity uh, YouTubers and um, high-profile guests that are coming on in the next couple months. So stay tuned for that. I'm very excited. I'm not going to name the names yet. It's going to be a surprise. You're just going to have to tune in and check it out yourself. So with that said, always keep moving forward. And we are. You're listening to the On Call Impact.